Welcome to Rise Resolute. I am so excited to have Jordan Nicole with us today. She is a professional ballet dancer, and she is also the host of the upcoming podcast, Ballet to Business, and she has a really inspirational story to share with us today. So I'm very excited to have her on the podcast. Welcome, Jordan. Thank you so much, Gina. I'm super excited. Awesome. Um, If you would, give us a quick intro on you uh, so the listeners can understand a little bit about your background. Definitely. So I have been training in classical ballet from the age of eight down in Southern California. And at about 16 years old, I got accepted to train with the San Francisco Ballet School in um, the trainee program. So there were 12 dancers from around the country who were picked to join this program. And I just was the perfect opportunity for me to enhance my ballet training. So I moved away from home at 16 to San Francisco and I trained in the school for two years. And right after I graduated high school, um, I got a professional contract with the company in the ballet. So it was a massive dream come true for me to be able to dance with this prestigious company. And I continued to dance for San Francisco Ballet for seven seasons. Um, and after, you know, my bout with various injuries, I decided that I needed a change of pace. Um, and so my husband and I, we moved to the East Bay of the Bay Area. And now we are dancing for a smaller company, Diablo Ballet. And um, I'm very happy there. So I get to teach ballet and I get to dance still. And it's been a real treat. That's so awesome. And for those who are not on the West Coast with us Californians out here, um, the San San Francisco Ballet Company is pretty incredible. So I think that is unbelievable that you were there, that you got a contract um, right away. It's just incredible. And it sounds like your journey has led you to another great ballet company as well. So I'm excited to hear more about your journey. Um, But before we start that, I always love to start the episode with a quote, Jordan. And this quote actually is a quote that Jordan had on her Instagram, so it's near and dear to her as well. But we're going to weave it through the episode. And the quote, my listeners, is this. It's one of my favorite C.S. Lewis quotes. It's very short. Courage, dear heart. And we're going to talk about courage and how it applies to Jordan's story today. So let's get right into it, Jordan. Um, if you awesome. would, please, um, just... Now, tell us about some of the the challenges that you faced in your sport and your ball- and dancing. And then also, I know you've faced injury, and it's been a long road. So if you would give us some, some details on that, that would be great. Definitely. So um, in my training for classical ballet, I learned early on that um, having what they call beautiful feet, so very archy and pretty flexible, um, teachers would say, you know, that's a blessing and it's also a curse. I'm like, oh gosh, what does that mean? Um, but it came to, I came to quickly realize that um, with flexibility, often I lack strength. So uh, I started spraining my ankles from the age of 10, really, when I started training. And it's been something that has reoccurred throughout my training and my professional career. So when I joined San Francisco Ballet, um, two seasons in, I had a really horrible ankle sprain, unlike any other one I'd had before. I was doing um, a pirouette, which is a turn on my right ankle. And my, my other leg was in the back um, in a position called arabesque. And my foot just melted underneath me. And I went down to the floor and I 
pretty sure that I sprained every ligament you could possibly sprain in an ankle along with bone bruises. Um, so I had to be carried out of the rehearsal and it was the first time in which I had experienced kind of my whole world crashing down with an injury. Uh, no longer could I dance, no longer could I rehearse. And, um, I, I really struggled not only physically, like how to get through a, an ankle sprain that I had never experienced this magnitude of one before. Um, but also just all of the emotional and psychological, uh, aspects of injury that come up. That's right. Because then you're all of a sudden you're unable to do what you're most excited about doing in life and that's dance. Yeah. I can't imagine, um, how it would feel too. And so how long were you down and out after that sprain, Jordan? Yeah. So I, it ended up taking me, um, a full year to recover from this sprain, which was really unusual because doctors had been advising me, okay, normally like a third degree sprain will be, you know, eight to 10 weeks. And as the weeks just kept going by, I wasn't seeing improvement and I was plateauing and it, it really made me have to come to grips with, you know, even no matter how much effort I was putting into getting better, some things just take more time than people advise you. And I had really put a time stamp on myself and that was giving me anxiety because I wasn't recovering in the way that I thought I would. Um, so that was really hard to like give up control of the time it was taking for me to recover. Um, but at the same time, I knew that I didn't want to come back prematurely and risk getting injured again. Right. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I really like a couple of things that you said there, um, you know, and I think it would be helpful for our listeners to hear as well that sometimes things take more time than we expect and it can be so frustrating and getting through that and sort of realizing that you have to be patient with yourself and give up a little bit of that control, you know, control the things that you can control, but, you know, relinquish the rest. Um, and that can be so difficult. So as you were doing that, Jordan, do you you feel like you already have something within you or did you have to develop something that helped you kind of push through and have courage and, you know, keep going even though it was taking so much longer than you expected? Hmm. That's a good question. I, to be honest, I really feel like I didn't, on my own, I didn't have anything within me to go through this storm. Um, I, I really felt like I was at a loss because my whole identity had been centered around being a ballet dancer. That was my whole world. That's what people referred to me as when they first met me. Um, that's everything that my, you know, family members had told me I was. So when that got taken away from me, I realized very quickly that, I couldn't center my identity on just being a ballet dancer because at any moment I, it can be taken away from me. Um, so for me, that's when I really thought out, well, what is something that cannot be taken away from me? And I found that identity to be wrapped up in the person of Christ. And I really started reading the Bible for myself. And through that, I found that, you know, just these verses kept sticking out to me and I clung to them as my hope. So some of them being like, um, my grace is sufficient for you. It's what Jesus said to Paul for my power is made perfect in weakness. 
and also um, in First Timothy, um, for bodily exercise is profitable, but godliness is profitable unto all things, having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. And I really clung to that because, you know, bodily exercise was my world. And there there was um, encouragement that, yes, like it is it's profitable, profitable for us to maintain our bodies and to, you know, respect and honor our bodies, but that there was a, um, a strength within myself, um, in my spirit that, you know, pursuing, um, what my identity was in Christ was profitable, not only to help me get through this injury, but, um, just to give me hope beyond, uh, the ballet world and to give me hope in life really. So that's where I found I had to, you know, like we talked about courage, dear heart. That's when I started to speak to my heart and say, you know, even though I feel afraid and even though I don't know what the future holds and how long is this injury going to take? Um, I, I spoke these words, um, this scripture to my heart and I felt like I was getting stronger internally because of that. I love that. Yeah, I think that that's super powerful and realizing that you can't center your identity on something external because, you know, sometimes that can be taken away. And um, I, I also love the verse, my grace is sufficient um, for you. And, you know, whether you're a believer and a spiritual person or whether you're just, um, you know, you trust in, in grace in general, you know, I think it's it's that quiet moment of grace that sees us through sometimes. Um, and so mm-hmm. I think that's very powerful. Um, and, and obviously you made it through and you returned to dance, correct? Um, and then you yes. continued with some of these injuries. So walk us through that a little bit. What, what happened next, Jordan? Yeah, definitely. So, um, I was so grateful to get back to dancing and to get back to the studio, but, um, I really found myself in a cycle of injury and it would be about two years of me going strong with my body. And then all of a sudden, just another kind of freak accident would happen with my ankle out of nowhere. And, um, it was really disheartening because I was like, haven't I already been through the hardest part of this? Like, why does this keep happening? Um, and so in February of this year, I found myself in that situation again, where I'd really been struggling with other pain in my foot. Um, I realized that I had been dancing on this ankle and I had no ATFL ligament. So that's the ligament on the outside of your ankle. And I had completely torn it because of all my sprains. Just to give people a little bit of background, usually if you sprain your ankle, the ATFL that Jordan's talking about, the anterior talofibular ligament, um, is something that's just a little stressed. But with Jordan from that repetitive spraining over and over again, um, she really just kind of shredded that ligament. And that is one of the lateral ligaments, like she said, that prevents the foot from sliding forward in relation to the shin. So it's very important. Um, and when it's shredded like that, it can be very painful. So, okay, go ahead and continue on. Yeah, no, you're, oh my gosh, you're so right. And also to that, like, you know, the proprioception, when you don't have that ligament, it's hard for you to feel that in space. That's right. So and, proprioception, um, again, folks, that's that's kind of knowing where your body is in space. And it's super important for a dancer to have that. Um, and so that was altered, it sounds like, for you as well. Right, Jordan? Definitely. 
And so that, I mean, and that's exactly what happened. I was on stage for a dress rehearsal of a performance and I was doing a jump and I landed on that foot incorrectly and I sprained it. And I, at that moment, I was just like, I am so tired of this being a part of my story. I'm so tired of continually spraining my ankle. Like this just felt like such a defeat. Um, and I remember, you know, my husband actually was sitting on stage at that point. I looked at him and I was just like, I like, can you believe that this is happening right now? Um, and at that point, I realized that something needed to change. Either I, you know, continue to just do what I've done in the past and rehab my ankle or I seek some other advice and um, I saw a doctor and he made mention that my foot was so incredibly unstable that um, I would need a ligament reattachment surgery. So they call it the Brostrom procedure. And he said that the risk of this procedure, though, is that they'll reattach my ligament in a flexed foot position, but he can't guarantee that I'll have the mobility to get back up on point. Which wow. Yeah. Once again, that's my, (laughs) that's my world. (laughs) Right. Um, yeah. So that was really disheartening until I found another doctor and this doctor gave me the confidence to say, you know what? I really think you can get back to you, to your art. And I, I ended up, it was beautiful. I ended up meeting a girl who I had not known any other ballet dancer to have this procedure done until I found out that my friend's sister, who's also a ballet dancer, had this same procedure done. And I saw her dance and she was on point. Her feet looked amazing. She looked strong. And that gave me the confidence to say, you know what, if she could do it, then I think I can do it too. And I went ahead and had surgery in April. Wow, that's amazing. You know, and I think it probably took a ton of courage. Number one, to to take the information from the first doctor and say, you know what, I am gonna I'm gonna take that information and but I'm gonna make sure that I you know find another doctor and confirm that that is in fact the case. And you went on, you had the courage mm-hmm. to find a second doctor, and then you had the courage to go through with the surgery, which you know is very scary. So you had the surgery in April, and then how has your recovery been going? It's it's been a day to day process. Yeah. And I think that's honestly what's getting me through is just seeing, you know what, how much can I do today? And how does my foot feel today? And not being worried about having to put a timestamp on myself. Like I had learned earlier in my life, you know, like that timestamp really gave me anxiety and, um, I think also stifled my recovery. So I, Every every day I've been taking it one day at a time and thankfully I have a really great team around me and I feel like without them, uh, without my physical therapist, without my surgeon um, and also just the support of my husband and my family, like I, I feel with that team around me, they're giving me courage that I sometimes don't have and sometimes have to fight for in terms of recovering from surgery, which I'd never had surgery before. So it felt like a lot of unknowns, but thankfully, um, inflammation is going down and I'm, I'm finding more mobility in my foot and my foot, I can point it more and it's looking more acceptable for ballet. So I'm very excited about the recovery process and I 
you know, I, I, once again, I don't know when I'm going to be able to get back to dancing. And when people used to ask me when I was younger and had been going through injuries, when do you think you'll be able to dance? I'd always respond with, you know, the doctor says eight weeks or someone else had had this similar injury to me and they said 10 weeks. But this time around, when people ask me when I'm going to be able to dance again, I just say, I don't know. And that used to feel like such an irresponsible answer because I'm a control, you know, I'm kind of a planner and kind of a control freak sometimes. And I want to be able to come off as responsible. Um, But I really felt like this answer freed me to say, I don't know. And I'm okay with that because I'm doing my best every day. And that those little steps of doing my best every day, I know that it's going to result um, beautiful. And whatever that time is, it will be. But for right now, like, I don't know. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. And I like a few things that you said. Um, One is, you know, giving up that control. And in giving up that control, that's when we let the grace come in, right? Grace comes in when we give up the control. So I love that. I also like um, how you mentioned that you you surround yourself with this just awesome team. You had many people who were have, have your back and can carry you on the days when you can't, you know, necessarily carry yourself. And I think that's valuable for our listeners too. Invest in people that care about you and make you feel good. And on your worst days, you know, they're there for you. And I think that that can make such a difference too as you're going through personal struggles. Um, so I, I really do love that. Are there any particular words of encouragement, Jordan, that you might offer someone else who's going through either something similar to you if they're a dancer or someone who's just having a struggle in life? Um, would you want to get any particular message out to them? Yeah, definitely. I would say, you know, what's been really amazing for me is the more that I've opened up about my injury, um, whether it's to my community, um, but also on social media, I found a lot of people saying, you know what, I've been going through injury too, and it's really hard. But now that I I know that I'm not alone in this. So I would say, definitely don't try and go at it alone. And you don't have to go at it alone, you know, and, and especially, um, you know, my, uh, relationship with God, like, I know that I don't have to go it alone and that he has good plans. So, um, I feel like I would suggest for anyone to not fall into the belief or the lie that you feel like you're alone in this. Um, you may have to be vocal though. You may have to ask for help. And sometimes that's um, hard to do. Uh, but I really think that if you are vocal and you express that um, you need help, there are going to be so many people who will rally around you. I love that. Yeah, I think it's awesome. And, you know, that's the whole goal of the podcast is to build those connections, um, even through the sound waves, even when we don't know each other, we're all connected in some way. And so to build that connection, um, and, you know, it reminds me of another little quote. Um, it's more of a mantra, but um, it goes like this, Jordan, um, in case no one told you today, you're beautiful, you're loved, you're needed, you're alive for a reason, you're stronger than you think, you're going to get through this. I'm glad you're here. Don't give up. So for anyone out there who is struggling today um, with issues big or small, have courage. Don't give up. You're not alone. And um, Jordan, I thank you for sharing that, that message with us. It's very powerful. So thank you so much for being here today. 
Thank you. I'm so honored. And I love the mission of Rise Resolute. And I feel honored to be a part of it. So thank you. Absolutely. You are such a bright light. And I am so glad that you came on the podcast. And Jordan, if our listeners want to find out more information on you or follow you, please let them know how they can do so. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Um, my website is jordannicolh.com. And there you can find um, all about Ballet to Business, which is my newest venture and podcast, which will be launching very soon. So go ahead and go on to my website, jordanocolh.com. Um, and also, I love Instagram. You can follow me there. And same handle. It's at Jordan, J-O-R-D-A-N, Nicole with a C and then H at the end. And I am on Instagram and I love it there. So those two places would be great. Awesome. Thank you so much. I would love to encourage everyone to follow Jordan on Instagram, check out her website, and make sure to subscribe to her upcoming podcast, Ballet to Business. And while you're at it, if you would please subscribe to Rise Resolute as well, that would be awesome. As always, thank you so much for listening and connected. We can rise.